Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for today. Oh God, we thank you, Father, for this broadcast moved by your spirit on today. Touch the lives of the listeners. Touch the lives of the people, oh God. Move by your spirit on uh, today. Give me the wisdom, knowledge, and the understanding to uh, say what I need to say to your people, God. Uh, Lord, move by your spirit on today to... Um, uh, uh, give them the listening ears, Father, and to receive what um, needs to be heard, Father. Lord, we thank you, Father, for the team, the executive producers, Father. And Lord, we just thank you, Father, for um, each and every one that plays a part in making this radio show great, Father. Lord, we lift your name on high in glory and magnify your name. Because it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Y'all, y- listen. We already know what's happening because uh uh distractions is coming our way as it is. It is time for an all new broadcast of the Arch Three Show. Let's go ahead and get it started. The devil you will lie, it is what it is, people. <laughs> today we're all new. Join us for a great show on today. We are premiering a brand new segment. It is an Arch 3 Show Rewind. It is where we go back to a previous segment, a previous show, to where we recap an old show, whatever it is, and rehash on a topic that we talked about and give you an in-depth look or an in-depth discussion on that topic. You just don't want to miss it on today. And then we also got a kitchen table talk where we're going to part two of our fasting and praying conversation. You don't want to miss it. It's all new and it's brand new today. Join us. Live from North Carolina, it's the RH3 show. I wasn't scared to go over the edge. Look, I do no, I do this for nobody but my co-host. <laughs> because God first didn't my co-host. I done been doubted, I done been counted out, I done been overlooked. Because your, your listeners are, are, you know, international, they're worldwide. The RH3 show starts right now. Because I know I gotta give it up if anybody wanna come and praise the Lord. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's going on, everybody? We got a great show land for you all on today it is a great conversation a great talk today we got a real talk with rufus discussion it is a it's like our flashback moment a flashback piece but um we're calling it today and sometimes when we do well the flashback moment is flashback piece that's during our commercials or what have you and sometimes doing inside of the show, we just basically drop it a few seconds. But our RSD show rewind is where um, we, where the segment, or mainly the whole show, or half of the show, or just the segment, or what have you, is about a topic in discussion. But the RSD show rewind for today is about an uh, an Ask Rufus letter. And I'm going to rewind that back and talk about it during our Real Talk with Rufus discussion. So, on today, as y'all seen during the promotion, it is about um, where's the connection? Where's the connection? Where was it? Where did it go? 
you know, what have you. And so that's what that is about on today, the Real Talk with Rufus discussion. Where is the connection? And uh, we're going to jump on that uh, after the kitchen table talk. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And um, the uh, kitchen table talk is coming up as soon as I give y'all this briefing. But, uh, yeah, the kitchen table talk, it is about our part two of fasting and praying, what we did on yesterday. And so, um, yeah. Uh, and uh, that's it. And so, that's just basically our show on today. And uh, what we're going to, you know, just briefly talk about how have y'all day been. But anyway, what's going on, everybody? How are you all doing on today? I'm Rufus, your host of the RH3 Show. Welcome to today's episode, today's broadcast. And, uh, uh yeah, we're going to get things started on today without further ado. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, pull up your chair. Let's have a conversation. It is time for our kitchen. Table talk on today. Let's do it. Pull up a chair. Let's have a personal conversation. It's going to be about me, you, and whatever else. It's time for our kitchen table talk right here on the RH3 show. It is time for our kitchen table talk and, um, uh, as usual, we just sit here and converse and talk and, um, you know, see how our day been and, you know, whatever. And so, this kitchen table talk, we're going to do the same, but, uh, we also going to have a little discussion, not really a little discussion, but a discussion on, um, fasting and praying and, you know, whatever, you know, what have you. But today, uh, my day went well. It was busy. I thought my doctor's appointment was yesterday, y'all, but it was actually today, this afternoon, and it all went well. It all went well. I thought I lost 10 pounds, but it was actually 9. My scale was a little off by a pound here at the house, but all is good and well and uh, everything, and so that was that. That's just basically how my day went. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed the show on last night and, uh, well, evening. And so, yeah, we had a great show on yesterday. If you missed it, always check it out um, on the podcast platforms. What time do it upload on the podcast platform? Just give it about 8, 8.15, and it will be on the podcast platforms. And so, on, on all of them, your favorite one, Google Play. Or Google, I think it's um, Google Podcasts. I'm not Google Play. Uh, I think it's Google Podcasts or what have you. And um, uh, Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Um, it's on Spreaker just for a little bit, maybe a day, maybe 24 hours, 24 to uh, maybe 30 hours or whatever. Then I take it off because we use Spreaker to, for it to be on. Spreaker for a little bit, and then Spreaker put it on our YouTube, or what have you, and then, you know, it uploads video form on YouTube, but, um, iHeartRadio, um, Radio Public, um, uh, Anchor.fm, or you can just go to our website, uh, thearch3show.com, and click on it, or just tell your home device, whether it's, um, Hey Google, or, 
um, the wake word um, for um, Amazon Echo or the A word because I'm here in the studio area and it is an uh, Google, I mean, uh, an Amazon Echo device, which you know her name um, here, and so I don't know why they turn it on um, or what have you, and so they need to change it to. Well, I'm so used to um, saying her name at home, so that's why you can hear it with sometimes and, you know, whatever. And so, yeah. But anyway, um, that's it. And so, our topical discussion on the Kitchen Table Talk today. Sorry, y'all. I have a bowl in front of me. And in the bowl is Brussels sprouts in a corn. It's steamed Brussels sprouts in a corn. But in our topical discussion on today, um, let me bypass. Hold on, I hit my phone. Um, in our top, in our topical, in our topical discussion on today, we're gonna go back into what we were talked about fasting and praying because I kind of not really rushed through that. Um, because I don't want to say rushed. But we, we kind of went through that, skimmed through it a little bit on yesterday. But um, uh, we're going to go back into it and read the rest a little bit that we talked about on um, yesterday. And so, yeah, uh, basically what we were saying, and I read the scripture on yesterday. And again, if you missed the whole entire discussion on it. Go back and, you know, listen to our podcast um, platform. And so, yeah. Hold on one second, y'all. I just put another Brussels sprout in my mouth and knowing that we talking. Hold on. Anyway, I'm back. But y'all can eat because I can't hear y'all. But why y'all sitting here at the kitchen table talking to me, or listening to me talk, y'all can sit and eat your lunch, or do whatever, but anyway, let's go back to our discussion, um, what I was saying, or what have you, and so, let's get back to, uh, back, (laughs) back to the lecture at hand, (laughs) uh, back to what we were saying about fasting and praying, on uh yesterday where is my notes okay we stopped at discussing and talking about the daniel fast part but the importance when we were talking about importance of fasting and again like i said when you everybody let me say this much everybody is not on the same fast they don't have the same reasons of fasting they don't have the same um, how can I put this? They don't have the same purpose for fasting. Well, they do have the same purpose of fasting, but it's the same. It's the same purpose and the same importance of fasting. But the reason for their fast is totally different. The reason for their fasting is totally different, and so. And the time when they fast is totally different, you know. So, in October, I may fast in October, but you may fast or whenever. And, or, 
you know, it don't have to be a different time. And so I may fast whatever. And, you know, you may ask, oh, why are you fasting? Because I need something. I need God to answer a prayer. And I need to just turn my plate. I need to turn off the TV from 8 to 5. Or whatever, whatever. Or for 7 days. Or 10 days. Or however. And, you know, whoop the wop. And, you know, whatever. But, again, the purpose and the guidelines, I'm following it according to Daniel. Or according to what the Lord told me to. You feel me? And so, the importance and the purpose of it, that's, you know... Amongst, and I know a lot of ministries and a lot of churches and faiths and all of that do their beginning of the year fasting. And so a lot of them do it all one accord at the beginning of the year. But again, their reason and their length of time may be different. Because I know um, another ministry, they fast at the beginning of the year, but they fast the whole month. And each week... They fast from a different, um, from, they fast from something different, but they still, you know, can do whatever. Like the first week, they fast from social media. Second week, they fast from food. Third week, they fast from whatever, but they still follow guidelines. Do they still eat? Yeah, but they still, they do it in moderation or whatever. But they still pray. They still, you know, uh, read their word, and they do it continuously. But it's all under one accord, and they still, you know, put their um um, you know, put a petition before the Lord and believing God for something or what have you. And so, you know, all of it is, you know, is believing God and 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 amongst each other as a whole, as a church whole, their pastor, you know. Pray and believe God and, you know, and say, Lord, you know, what do I believe? You know, what do you want me to say to the members? You know, what we believe in God for, for the first part of the year, da 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 And then that's whenever God, the pastor, excuse me, the pastor, whoever he or she will, you know, okay, this, and then they'll write it in the guidelines and say, I went before the Lord, and this is what we pray and believe in God for for the for 2022, and you know da 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 da. And so at the beginning of the year, we're gonna fast and pray. We're gonna pray. We're gonna fast from this hour to this hour, and you know we're gonna fast away from uh, sweets and this that and the third. Or we're gonna do the Daniel fast, and the Daniel fast is strictly you know. Um, uh, maybe raw vegetables and only water, you know, what have you. And, you know, we're going to read the scriptures or whatever. And then maybe you may do that from one, say, from maybe January the 1st through January the 10th. Or you may do it um, every day, but do that from 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. And then after 6 p.m., you can have whatever. It's just basically each ministry or whoever, whatever guidelines you set. It's just however. But is the basic thing is, you know, your guidelines that you set. 
and what you're praying and believing God for, you know, and that's that. But the importance of fasting, often in the Bible, God's people fasted immediately before a major victory, miracle, or answer to the pray to prayer. It prepared them for a blessing. It prepared them for, you know, whatever you believe in God for. And the fasting, you know, like I said, it, it, it sets you up. For whatever you believe in God for. Like if you believe in God for a strong miracle. If you believe in God for you know whatever. Turn your plate down and fast and pray. But before you fast and pray. I would say you know make sure everything is you know. You ask the Lord to forgive you for all your sins. Walk upright you know do whatever. Anything you've, you know, done wrong to people, ask the Lord to forgive you. Go ask Him to forgive you. I would even say take communion and, you know, what have you. And just let it go and then, you know, do all of that. And then go into your fasting and praying and just stay away from negativity and, you know, even, you know, what have you. Even if you be on social media. Do limit that for a while or continue to do it, but stay away from negative posts, stay away from negative comments or what have you. But uh, Moses fasted before he received the Ten Commandments. Um, the Israelites fasted before uh, a miraculous victory. Daniel fasted in order to receive in order to receive guidance from God. And so that's, you know... The situation that we're on, you know, Daniel 9 and 3. So I turned to the to Lord God, pleaded with him in prayer and petition and fasting and in sackcloths and ashes. Daniel 9 and 3. While I was still in prayer, Gabriel, the man I had seen in earlier vision, came to me in, the, in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice. He instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. Nine, that was, you know, chapter 9. 20 through 22. And then Nehemiah fasted before the beginning of a major building project. So, whatever you doing, if you believe in God for a new car, a new house, God for turn around the situation in your household, you know, for your marriage to be strengthened, for, you know, you know, I say, if your school system starts in August and you believe in God for, a, you know, a great school year for your children to do right, you know, husbands, leader, head of your household, um, you know, for, you know, like I say, I always say, church is a conduit, you know, between you, God, and your household. You know, at the beginning of the year, even, you know, before the church even do it, started at your house. And, you know, or what have you, you know, believing that your children will do well in school. Let me go back there. Uh, fast and pray a couple weeks before that, you know. Fast and pray a couple weeks before that, but yeah. Fast, Jesus fasted during the victory over temptation. The first Christians fasted during, you know, decision-making in times. But two cautions. Re number one, remember that fasting is not earning an answer to prayer. God cannot be black <laughs> blackmailed by human effort. God wants to answer our prayers, and he answers prayers out of grace. Fasting simply prepares us for God's answer.
And it's also not just to lose weight, but it it does. But, you know, that. But fast only if your health allows it at this time. If you are able to, to do only a partial fast, do it in faith. And God will honor your intentions. And even so, when you fast, this is a health minute drop. So let me go ahead and put that in there really quick. This segment of the RH3 show provides general information and discussions about health and related subjects. The information and other content provided during this segment or any linked materials on the RH3 show website are not intended and should not be construed as medical advice, nor is the information a substitute for professional medical expertise or treatment. If you or any other person has a medical concern, you should consult with your health care provider or seek professional medical treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you have heard on the broadcast or read on the RH3 Show website or any linked materials. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or emergency services immediately. The opinions and views expressed during this broadcast or on any future or past broadcast and on the website have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, health practice, or other institution. And I should have did that in the beginning. I should have did that in the beginning. But when you do fast, always consult your doctor and tell and, and see how long, see what I need to take or whatever. And say, doctor, is this okay? Do I need to continue my medication or whatever? But, you know, and ask your doctor, you know, hey, prov- pro- pro- provide me a list of foods or what can I continue to to eat while I'm fasting because it can mess you up with your blood work or what have you but um make sure it's okay if you continue to take medicine or if your health is kind of off whack or whatever but always consult your medical doctor even when you are on a corporate fast with your ministries or whatever you know because you need to take your medication and you need to eat and if you are on a strict fast like that Daniel fast or whatever, cause still take your me- take your medicine, you know, eat properly or what have you. But consult your medical doctor in order of what you eat. But also let them know in, you know, in 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 in, in or, you know, let them know, let them in on, you know, your fasting guidelines or whatever and what y'all doing and say, okay, here's you know, what we're doing, it is okay, what I need to do, what I need to amp up, or how I need to continue keeping this in my system and body, and so that's that, um, what else, and so that's, um, you know, basically about it, and so, you know, um, there's a water fast, meaning, and, and here is, you know, some type of fasting. Water fasting means, you know, abstaining from all foods and juices. A partial fast, meaning that um, uh, 
you know, eliminate certain foods in specific meals. A juice fast, you know, you hear that. Um, it means to drink only fruit or vegetable juices during the meal times or what have you. And, um, uh, you know, what else do you, um, how you finish you know, your fast in a healthy way. Experts, you know, agree that breaking a fast with vegetables or either steamed or raw best way in your stomach is smaller at this point because once you do, once you fast, it, it, it shrinks because you don't want to start back eating and it shocks you because that's what, you know, apostles, and, I mean, overseers good and been saying and, and a lot of you don't jump back in it because it'll shock your body or what have you. But, um, you know, your stomach is smaller at this point, so eat lightly. Stop before you feel full. Stay away from starches or what have you. And then extended fast is not only the fat, not only fast, uh, which needed to end with caution, but, uh, uh, even a three day fast requires precaution. So when, when you end your fast with your ministry, and they may, may not tell you this, and that's what the Arch 3 show is, and again, like I said yesterday, about, you know, what we are, who we are, what we stand for, whatever, basically, you know, a platform, what you don't hear at church, and, you know, whatever, but, um, you know, slowly jump in it, you know, start, you know, with soup broth and then i heard this from um a minister um you know within the car chronicles movement nation you know saying that that um you know start with you know soup or what have you eat fresh fruit you know or whatever to to slowly go back into your regular diet if you choose to do so because some people choose to do that you know some people choose to do that some people choose to do that. And so, um, again, that Daniel fast um, is the raw vegetables and water. Raw vegetables and water. You can steam your, and, and no seasoning, no nothing. When I mean seasoning, that from uh, uh, any flavored water, um, liquid seasoning, any oils, um, lemon pepper, um vinaigrettes, um, lemon juice, salt and pepper, um, any sweetener, can you, whatever, prepare your salads, um, yeah, you can have salads, but cheese, croutons, no, salad dressings, no, whatever, just steam your vegetables, boil it, whatever, no additives, no butter, no sour cream, nothing, just plain uh, raw vegetables, you know, or what have you. Just be creative with making it with raw, you know, make it with fresh vegetables. Fresh vegetables. You know, you can you can prepare your food, but eat it with fresh vegetables. You know, what have you. And so, that's basically about it. And so, yeah. That's it. That's it. And that's all. Fasting. Um, let me see. What else can I give you? Fasting starts with the spiritual leaders. Fasting is often associated with a sense of spiritual desperation. Um, if you need to, you know. Thank you, Lord. 
if you need to pull, get back into the Lord and you see you drifting away, fast and pray. And there's a scripture that said, you know, um, thank you, Holy Ghost. Um, if you need to be delivered or, you know, you know, or something needs to be, uh, uh, prayed on or cast out or what have you, there's a scripture that says, um, uh, let me see. I just know the last part of it. And so, uh, let me see. Hold on one second. Let me look at my phone. Let's see here. Um, where is that scripture found? Matthew. Um, let me see here. Matthew 17, 20 through 21. And this reads. I'm going to read it out of the. Uh, NIV version. I love the NIV version. And it reads. Let me see here. Let me see here. Okay. And it reads. And he replied. Because you have so little faith. I truly tell you. If you have a small. Uh, is that right? Let me see here. No. That's not it. Let me go back. Let me go back. Yeah, that's right, but it's, it's, it's verse 21. It's verse 21. Um, let's see here. Let's go back. Let's go back to the old time way. Okay, uh, read the full chapter. Seven, it's chapter 17, verses... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to read the... I don't know why my phone is acting silly. Hold on one second and we got to move right along. Um. Yeah. Hold on one second. Uh, let's see here. Okay, it says... And Jesus said unto him, Because of uh, your unbelief, verily I say unto you, If you have... Uh, faith is a grain of mustard seed. Ye shall say unto this mountain, uh, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be it, this kind going, goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. And so, um, whatever you need, you know, prayer or delivered from, it, 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 you never know. Whatever it, the deliverance of it, but just praying, you know, it may not be delivered or, you know, by just by prayer. But you, it, it can be cast out by prayer and including fasting. So, just pray and believe in God. Okay, Lord, it seems like whatever I'm doing is not working. I need to just fast and pray and cast this thing out, you know. And so, just stand on the word and believe God that, you know, this is something that I believe that prayer and fasting can come out. Lose your demon. And so, uh, we got to move on. I'm being directed. And so, let's go on here. And so, again, number four, fasting is not about the externals. Um, don't tear away your clothing in grief, uh, which Joel 2 and 13 says. But instead, tear your hearts. It is entirely possible to go without food and not 
uh, have a true fast. But, you know, it's not about, you know, your exterior and, like I said, just losing weight. But make sure you're doing it for the right thing and you just, you know, for your household. And I'm not just talking about talking to, you know, everybody. Young adults, please listen. And, and you know, if you praying and believing God for every situation, test or whatever, praying fast as well, please. You know, even young, when I say young adults, that means from 16 all the way to 29, 30. Listen to me. It may be Greek to y'all, but still, trust and believe. And, you know, believe in, believe, believe, believe God. Trust and believe God, you know, or whatever. Uh, fasting is a response of a broken heart. Uh, why does G- Joel say, come with, come with weeping, fasting, and mourning? Uh, um, because repentance is the appropriate response when you have strayed. And God is responsive. He is gracious and merciful and not easily angered. How, uh, somehow, God is drawn to the empty, the broken, the needy, and the weak. He is. He really is. Fasting is the humble response to immense responsibility. It is. It is. And I, and I, and like I said, I love, when I say I love fasting and praying, honestly, I do. Honestly, I do because it shows, it really gives you, it, I I love the clarity of it. It shows me, for one, naysayers. It, two, shows me what I need to do from here on out. It shows me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. It gives me answers to discussions, you know, of conversations. I love it. I love it. Because um, on a platform... I'm going to say this and then I'm move on because we got to go to the uh, 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 Real Talk with Rufus discussion, the RS3 show, Rewind. Um, I had a discussion online um, about um, at somebody else's platform and they were saying that it is very unacceptable for, um, in this day and age, 2020, for a pastor to lead a congregation and they not be able to read. And I found that honestly and truthfully heart-piercing and very disrespectful. And honestly, it was. And, and I saw that post and that post was made during fasting. And I said my truth, and I said what I said, and I meant what I said, because that there is none of nobody's business. Why? is because somebody um, could have a learning disability, for one. And two, uh, they cannot probably cannot read very well. And so, if you have a pastor leading a congregation and they cannot read, they probably have heard that word so many times or read to them or audibly heard on tape 
or has been under a ministry to where the word has been taught, that they have been soaked in the word that God gives them, you know, sound doctrine, you know, and the Holy Spirit spoke to them, that they know that Bible cover from front to back. You mean to tell me that just because they can't read, God can't move in that church? The devil is a liar. You mean to tell me just because they can't read, God is not going to give them a word to give to somebody else. Or God cannot preach. Or they cannot uh, preach a Sunday sermon to the ministry. Prime example, if I can't read to... A, you know, a book or whatever, I can't understand words in the Bible, I can't say this, that, and a third. I can't have a reader beside me and tell them to read, you know, as I preach, get out of here. Get all the way out of here because that's disrespectful and that's wrong and that's none of nobody's business of my learning disability. All you need to know is what God gave me to give to you and to give to this this ministry or for me to say to you. If I don't, blood is on my hand. And you know what? I'm gone. Here's a commercial break. We'll be back for the Real Talk with Rufus discussion, which is an RH3 show rewind. And it is, and the, the topic is about, you know, hey, uh, where's the connection? Be back with more of the RH3 show. Keep it where you got it. More of the RH3 show is coming up next. Somebody scream!
life, we show real love, and we also have real, unjudgmental conversations, all from a Christian male perspective. Not all of them, just mine. So let's have an open-minded conversation. It's the Real Talk with Rufus, right here on The Arch 3 Show. you all we got about 20 more minutes left perfect timing for our discussion uh and our rewind here is what the rewind is and what it was on last week i believe it was last week we yeah because i think it was during our um ask rufus letter hour here's what we talked about well here's the letter that we discussed and here's what our um, here is what our Real Talk with Rufus um, segment is going to be about. But here is the Arts 3 Show Rewind letter. Um, it's going to be about here's me reading in a letter. And here is me giving a commentary. If the commentary is long, um, we're going to shorten it a bit. But um, here's the letter again. Alright, take a listen. Here's this letter, and it reads exactly. Uh, it says, "Me and my husband have been married, uh, have been together for eight years, and lately, I say the last year or so, he's been withdrawn from me. We went from date nights to sitting at home on his phone all the time. I feel lonely. I'll, uh, all I do is work, cook, clean, while he's at while he's." while he works and then come home and lays in the bed he never asks if i need help with anything uh, he don't even do yard work just work and go to bed we go half on all bills so it's not like he's providing everything lately steak has been all uh has been a chore i don't i don't like it anymore because i feel like he's only pleasing himself i don't get any affection no more so i just need a man's advice more than anything but i'm open to all advice he's definitely trained so i don't know if someone else has has his attention or he's outgrown me which is okay but he's not um uh which is okay um, but he's not a good communicator. But I definitely feel the vibe. Okay. Um, okay, let's break this down for one. Because I um, gotten some stuff as I was reading it. And um, so, um, you say you went from date nights to sitting at home. On his phone all the time, and I feel lonely. All I do is work, cook, clean while he's work, why while he while he works, and then comes home and just lay in the bed. Okay, first of all, with that, um, all I say is, and 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 y'all have heard me say this as well. If you're the spouse that, um. If you're the spouse or if you're the person that, you know, is, is, you know, not saying that you're complaining, but see that your significant other, your, you know, when I say significant other, the, uh, you know, your, 
if you're the spouse that sees your other part spouse whether it's your husband or your wife doing something that they have not used that 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 they have not been doing try something else or do what you used to do like if i um you know see my wife on her phone or on her laptop or you know whatever that means that she's bored or that means that you know I'm, you know, I'm not doing nothing in place of her being on that phone or I'm not, you know, whatever. So I need to find something or I need to creatively do something for her to prevent her not to be on that phone. You know, so you went from date nights to sitting at home on his phone all the time. Okay, so go back to date nights or what have you. Whether if you have to be the one to take your husband out on dates. And that's why I tell people all the time, whether you married, sing, whether you married, you know, single. Because if you, if you are dating and um, whether if you are dating, engaged or whatever, you're not married, you're still single. You know, if you are boyfriend and girlfriend, you're still single. You're not married. If you are whatever, you know, if you're not married, you know, you're still single. Whether you engaged, boyfriend and girlfriend, living together, you know, single with children, you're still single. So, you know. Whatever, you know, even if you, and I'm talking to the wife, even if you have to go back to doing what you used to do, even if you have to provide for those date nights, do that. You know, do that. And so, ladies, don't, you know, and, and I know, well, the man's supposed to be, no, 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 no. That's cliche and that's what, you know, society thinks. No. What you have to do is, what, and it goes, this goes for men and women, take each other out. Because sometimes the men can get burnt out. Sometimes the men can get tired. Sometimes the men can do this, that, and the third when it's all on him. It's all on him. Do some spontaneous things to even please him. You know, whatever. Start taking him out. Start doing this, that, and the third. And and I and I and I got some more on this letter that indicates just that. So let's move on. So even with this, you know, you said you start went from date nights to sitting at home on his phone all the time because you know he probably got tired of you know him taking you out of course i mean obviously of course you know you're his wife or whatever but still you start doing that you start taking him out you start you know doing this that and the third and making it all spontaneous and you know whatever if he say honey i don't want to do that i want to stay at home when he come at when he come home 
do what you got to do to, you know, make him happy or whatever. Even if you don't cook and if you financially um, stable to do that, bring somebody in to uh, cook for y'all. And, and you know, if, if he tired, you know, have some slippers for him, change of clothes or whatever, and, and you know, whatever, and then have a, a nice candlelit dinner with somebody, have cooked, catered and cooked or whatever, and then just enjoy himself. You know, whatever, bring all of that back. You know, emulate, you know, a favorite restaurant, but at home, do all of that. I next line it says I feel lonely. All I do is work, cook, clean while he's while he works, and then come home and lays in the bed. That's what I just said. You know, even you know whatever, because he's tired. Both of y'all tired. Both of y'all feel lonely or whatever. You feel lonely because you expecting him to do for you and vice versa. You are forgetting, you feel lonely because you are expecting him to do for you. And he's lonely because he is expecting to be poured back. He's he's probably just empty. He's probably just empty. And let's move on to the next line. Um, he never asks if I need help with anything. He don't, you know, even do yard work because he's tired. And, and I get it. And he's probably at a breaking point. Like, look, I'm just, just tired. Just tired. And again, like I said, if y'all financially fit, look, if you have to, you know, even be that wife, which, you know, of course, I'm the type of person, look, we don't have, we we don't have gender roles in, in, in this house, you know, whatever. Meaning that, I, but I don't want my wife to do yard work. And I'm the type of person, I will say this and I will tell my wife, look, only yard work that I'm doing is... Maybe the the gardening and you know weeding. I I, I don't mow lawn. If I do, I'll you know get on for reason health reasons for one and two is is just you know I I don't I don't. But being that I don't, I'm not gonna let you do it. And I will try to put it in our budget each month for that. For pleasing you as well as my in-laws because I know they're going to look into that. I'm not allowing her to do it and I might not allow another, you know, whatever. But I will, uh, you know, put all of that in, in, you know, into play of getting it done and to please my wife or what have you. But, you know, let's continue to move on. We go half on the bills um, and it's, so it's not like he's providing everything. But you, it, it's like you're expecting him for that. But that's ba- that right there, you can't argue because all of that is just based on, uh, um, sorry, y'all, that was my phone. It's like that you're you're expecting all of that, and and, and it's not an expectation because, um, that's based on everybody's household and you know whatever. But um, lately, sex has been just a chore. I don't like it anymore because I feel like he's only pleasing himself. Not really. It's just how you're receiving it. For one and two, he's trying to please you and he's pleasing himself, of course, because 
you know, that's his duty. And, and you might not even telling him that. And that's what I said. He's doing that, of course, mature because that's part of his, you know, duty and nature as a husband, you know, trying to, you know, whatever. But it's just how the way you're receiving that. And so as a spouse and, you know, whatever, and husband or whatever, of course, it's a taboo topic in the Christian, you know, faith-based community and world or whatever to not talk about it and, ooh, we shy away from it. But that's something that, uh, you know, Christian folks do and husband and wife do and, and, and we cringe when we talk about it in the faith-based community. But look, in that area, look, do what you got to do to please your husband. You know, do what you got to do to make you yourself feel good. If you got to install a pole, do that. If you got to... Uh, you know, I know my mom listening. I know family listening. And some of my church members may be listening. Some of my other generals in the faith may be listening. And my son may be listening. And best friends may be listening. But, you know, hey, I'm going to have to go there. But if you got to get kinky with it, do what you got to do. Do what you have to do to please you and your husband. If you got to go to class. Look, honey, we, uh, I don't know if you've got this feeling when we are intimate, but I do. But look, here's the class on Saturday at 6 o'clock. You know, it involves a chaise lounge chair or what have you. We married, we can, you know, do that just to spice, whatever. Anyway, let's move on. Um... Uh, and you don't get any affection no more. And I just need a man's advice, you know, or what have you. And so that's just that. I wanted you all to get the gist of what I was saying in that letter and even the commentary of it. So here are uh, questions that you can spark the connection with your uh, husband, wife, or what have you, your 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 spouse. And so these are five questions that you can spark the connection. That's why I, you know, titled this Real Talk with Rufus discussion, the Arch Three uh Rewind. Where's the connection? Um and you know, instead of them, you know, you know, your your husband or your wife walking around with, you know, a sad countenance and wondering what's wrong with them. Uh, uh, during the dinner table, during, you know, pillow talk or whatever, spark these questions. Con- you know, it's a spark of connection. Ask them, what are you grateful for today? Describe your day to me in detail. Um, what's been the most stressful for you this week? Um, what has brought you the most joy this week? Um, and that's number four. And number five, what people have played um, the biggest role in your life this week? You know, me, your mother, your father, your boss, our children. Who have played, uh, and what type, you know, who have played the biggest role in your life this week? And if you want more intimacy, if you feel like it's not quite enough, you know, simple strategy that builds the connect, the simple strategy that builds the connection is, um, 
It's just asking better questions. And so it's not like you're interviewing. It's just the, the conversations in your you know, your significant other, your spouse, your husband, your wife. And it's just basically going back on a date. And, and, and I learned this, not really learned it, but I figured out in my business, you know, what have you, is go back to the basics. Go back to, you know, like, thank you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He instilled a song in my spirit. It's like the priming night song. And so we're starting back at one. Start back at the dating process, you know. You know, it's not like you're interviewing, but it's, it's truly getting to know their inner world, giving them the time to answer however to see fit. And this is the key because, you know, you see a lot of people that's trying to correct their partner on answers. And, you know, it really it happens to them from opening up. It, it, it don't, you know. So try not to be judgmental in your listening and just allow them to share what they need to share or share what whatever. And so all we need uh, uh, to know from, you know, whatever is from our significant other is, you know, is the honest truth or what have you. And then four tips, you know, to a better life in the bedroom is talk about sex with your partner, your, your husband or your wife. Talk about that. This, your husband or your wife couples that talk about it in a positive way have more of it and the key here is positive husband and wife discuss likes and dislikes if you don't like whatever then don't you know change it around husband and wife i'm not being so judgmental but hey i have to talk this way on this platform but it's 2020 y'all do what y'all do whatever but still if you have to you know it's safe and contraception contraceptives i hear you know whatever i've <laughs> focus on what you do like you know i hear the closing of the show that's popping off in my ears so move, it's time to move on if you don't like something speak up and but be kind Create a ritual for initiation in the and declining, you know, intimacy, sex, or whatever, husband and wife. Take the fear and rejection out of mating dance in playful ways that's, that signal yes and no. Be creative in keeping it interesting. Novelty keeps things exciting, husband and wife. As relationship progress, think of new inciting ideas to bring in the bedroom. Again, if that pole in there is faulty, take it out and, you know, install a new one or what have you. Four ways to make your relationship more loving. One, compliment. Share what you like about your partner often. Two, thank. Tell them thank you for the little and for the big things they do to make your life easier. Three, uh, listen and demonstrate to your uh, husband or wife, and uh, you know, you know, you hear them. Uh, be pot, be responsive and engaged, and for support, emotional 
uh, validation and support to your husband or wife so they know you're on their team. And I'm glad you are on my team. And I'm glad that you all are listeners of the Arts 3 Show. So for more about me or the broadcast, y'all already know the website. But if you don't, thearts3show.com. I love you for real. And I'll see you all next time right here, same time, same place. Or whenever you choose to listen to Oh, excuse me, to me on the podcast platforms whenever you do. I love you for real, and I'll see you all when I see you all. All right, peace. Good night. Good night.